I'm Mel Kettle, and you're listening to This Connected Life, the show where connected leaders share their experience, values, and strategies that have helped them become more connectable so they achieve success in life and business. Hello, it's Mel Kettle, your host of This Connected Life, and thank you again for your time to listen to this episode this week. How are we all? Coronavirus. Are we fed up yet? Are we happy? Are we loving it? I have to say I miss travelling, I miss aeroplanes, and I even miss airports, Um, But I'm kind of enjoying being at home for a while. It's been a long time since I've had six consecutive weeks at home and I have to say I'm really quite enjoying it. Um, Although I am looking forward to being able to eat a meal in a cafe and go and have a wander around the shops and mostly to see my family and give some of my friends a huge hug. The one thing I am well and truly sick of is Zoom. Are you fed up with Zoom? I've been averaging about 20 hours a week on Zoom for the last few weeks. Last week was a record because I did four days of an online course, so I was on Zoom for about 30 hours. And let me tell you, it has been an energy zapper, even more so than the bug zapper on my deck in mosquito season. Which is fitting, I think, because today on the podcast, I'm talking about managing your energy. I'm partway through writing my second book, which now has a title. It's called Connected Leadership Starts With You. Um, It's one of a trilogy, if you're wondering. Anyway, in it, I'm talking about how, what we need to know, um, how we need to know, love and trust ourselves if we want to get the best out of ourselves and from others. And what this means is we need to fit our own oxygen masks first. I told you I was missing traveling. Anyway, a critical component of leadership is knowing and managing your own energy levels, because if we don't get our own energy levels right, it is going to be really, really difficult to show up as we need to for the people in our world. So today I'm talking about that. Albert Einstein said everything is about energy and he is absolutely correct because if we don't have energy then we don't have the ability to do what we want to do or what we need to do in life. So think back to a time when you were just completely depleted and exhausted oh excuse me (laughs) and think about how that made you feel maybe that's now maybe you're completely depleted and exhausted now or maybe it was last week last month last year Um, we've all been there so how did you behave when you were completely depleted and exhausted how did you treat yourself how did you behave around others and what actions did you take So I know personally for me, when I'm completely exhausted and have no energy, I'm really tired. I'm usually really cranky. My behavior around others is less than optimal and frequently I'm a snappy, cranky, grumpy cow. I'm rude. I don't listen. I think you get the picture. So what energy I do have is turned very much inward and not outward. And so I'm really not a very nice person to be around. And then in terms of my actions, when I'm exhausted, all I want to do is sleep. And so that means that I'm not usually doing the work I need to be doing. I might not be productive. 
because who's productive when their energy is low um, and maybe I'm just too busy thinking about what I can do or what I should be doing or what I want to be doing so that I can increase my energy again to do what I want. When I talk about energy, obviously I mean our physical energy, but I also mean our emotional and our spiritual energy because they all have an impact in how we feel, how we act, how we behave and what we do. And if one of those is off kilter or out of balance, then you're really going to be struggling to get the rest of it right. So life is a marathon, not a sprint. Um, most of us are going to live until we're in our 80s. And so let's talk about what we need to do to make it the best life we can. We don't want flagging energy levels. We want to be feeling like the Energizer Bunny. Um, so what do we need to do? Well, there's certain things that give you physical energy. And they include things like eating the right food, making sure you're hydrated enough, making sure you get enough sleep and enough rest. And this sounds a bit counterproductive, but making sure you're getting enough exercise and moving your body enough. So in terms of food, what food do you know gives you energy? What food do you know depletes it? I know for me that when I eat starchy carbs like bread, rice, potato, that saps my energy. When I eat too much sugar, that saps my energy. When I eat good veggies, legumes, um, drink the right amount of water, then I feel a lot more energized and ready to go. The same with sleep. I need eight hours of sleep a night. And if I don't get it for more than probably five nights a week, then I'm in trouble. I'm a massive believer of the nanny nap. And so I'll frequently have a nanny nap, which is the biggest perk of working from home that plus good lunches thanks to the fridge <laughs> but I think that we need to just be aware of how much sleep we need and then we also need to make sure we take time to rest during the day and I've talked about this on another podcast episode we need to make sure that we're not staring at a screen for the entire day or that we're not using our brain every moment consciously and actively we need to give it time to rest and that means things like having a quick walk at lunchtime maybe you know reading a book or a newspaper or a magazine or looking at things that aren't screens and that don't engage our brain in that active way and then in terms of exercise what are you doing in terms of regular exercise but also how are you moving your body during the day our bodies were not designed to plonk themselves in a chair at 9am and move away from that chair at 5pm once we turn 40, our muscles start to atrophy. And so every 30 minutes, our muscles start to atrophy. And so if we are not moving, and that just could be a quick walk up and down the hallway or even standing and sitting at your desk a couple of times, then it's going to be quite painful when you eventually do go to stand up. Anyone who's over the age of 40 has sat for too long and then feels all of their joints creaking when they stand up will know exactly what I mean. So we need to be conscious of what gives us physical energy. We also need to be aware of what gives us emotional energy. So for me, it's doing things I love. It's spending time with people I love. It's spending time in nature. It's laughing at my chickens. It's laughing in general. So what is it that gives you and energizes you emotionally? I'm sure it's probably one or maybe more of those things and maybe there's some other things so work out what it is that gives you joy one of the things that I try and do every day is something I love 
because when I do something I love, I feel joy. And when I feel joy, my energy levels are more even. My emotional energy levels are more even. And then third, we need to look after our spiritual energy. Now, for a lot of people, spiritual energy and spirituality comes from your faith or your religion. And that is fantastic. If you are not a religious or a faith believer, then you need to find somewhere else to get your spiritual energy. It might be meditation. It might be music. It might be gratitude. When we feel safe and happy, our spirit feels more at peace and more calm. So again, think about where do you go to fill that spiritual cup and what do you need to do? Once you've worked those things out, then have a think as well about what is it that saps your energy. My friend, the beautiful Lisa O'Neill, says that we have contributors to our, en- to our energy and contaminators of our energy. And those contributors and contaminators can be people, they can be actions, and they can be, be behaviours. So one of the biggest contaminators of energy is spending too much time staring at a screen, whether it's your phone, whether it's the TV with Netflix, whether it's a computer screen on a Zoom call, they sap your energy. So be aware of how much screen time you're having. On your phone, you can monitor what you've got. I've spent so much effort to get my screen time below two hours a day on my phone. And over the last few weeks, thanks to bloody coronavirus, my screen time has been pushing and over five hours a day on far too many days. And once it gets back up there, it is really, really difficult to get it back to below an amount that you're comfortable with, which for me is below two hours. So have a think about what is it you need to do if that's a problem for you. I've also talked about this on a previous podcast episode and I'll pop a link into the show notes. Other things that sap my energy are horrible people. You know, people who just are exhausting or they lie or they're aggressive or they're just generally unpleasant to be around. So try, if you can, to remove those people from your life or at least limit the amount of time you have to spend with them. Other things that sap my energy, late nights, too much sugar, too many fatty rich foods, too much stress. So again, work out what it is that saps your energy or contaminates your energy and try to limit that as much as possible. And then conversely, what is it that boosts your energy? I know what boosts my energy is having an afternoon nap when I'm tired. Having a proper lunch break every day for at least a half an hour, ideally for 45 minutes to one hour. And then just, you know, doing something enjoyable in that time. It might be having lunch with Sean. It might be watching an episode of The Nanny. It might be going for a quick walk. It might be reading a novel. Doing something that will revigorate me for the afternoon. I know that my energy is boosted when I drink enough water, when I eat the right number of vegetables, when I get enough sleep, when I have a quick walk, like I try to go for a walk at least every day to get some fresh air for half an hour. And as soon as I'm finished recording this, that's what I'm doing because I haven't gone out for one today. Um, I've got a couple of friends who get energy from looking great and feeling great. And so they put, you know, a slick of lipstick makes them feel immediately refreshed and a bit more energized. I've got friends who lift me up. 
So if I'm feeling a bit down, I have a list of girlfriends who I will call who who just give me that boost I need to reinvigorate my energy. So have a think about what you need. What is it that fills your cup? What is it that gives you energy? What is it that takes your energy? And what is it in terms of physical, emotional and spiritual that you need to think about? That's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. I'll have another episode next week with a guest. Uh, So tune in, subscribe if you don't. I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can share on social media using the hashtag ThisConnectedLife. And you can email me mel at melkettle.com. Thank you. Have a great week. Try and stay healthy. Talk to you soon. Bye. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please hit subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you really liked what you heard, please leave me a review on iTunes or a recommendation on LinkedIn or both. The show notes are all on the website, melkettle.com forward slash podcast. And I'd love you to connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter. You'll find me at Mel Kettle. See you next time and stay connected. Bye.